and happy new year. I lost track of the time, sorry. It's listening to the music. So glad to see your bright and shining faces this morning. First day of the year. Fresh, blank canvas, ready for whatever God has for us. Amen. We're here to start off the year worshiping grateful hearts. Grateful for all the good in 2022. Grateful that God carried us through everything maybe that wasn't so good in 2022, but he is faithful and we are here and um, we are so excited to worship with y'all this morning. If you would stand. Pastor Will, would you pray? God, I thank you so much for today, Lord. I thank you for a new year, Lord. Like Alyssa said, thank you for carrying us through and, and going before us, Lord. And this year, I thank you for everything that you're going to do um, in and through us, in and through this church body, Lord. Uh, give you all the praise and all the glory, Lord. We pray that you have your way in this place, Lord, as we worship you, as we glorify, as we magnify your name this morning. It's in your name I pray. Amen.
without you, God. We'll wait on you. Because we can trust you. We can trust you, God. I'm gonna wait on you because you're good. I'm gonna wait on you. I've tasted your goodness. Trust in your promise. I'm gonna wait on you. Just this last time. I'm gonna wait on you. Because I've tasted your goodness. I'll trust in your promise. I'm gonna wait on you. been held in your hand from the moment that I wake up until I lay my head I will sing of the goodness of God say all my life all my life you have been faithful that's why we can trust you God
This morning, as the ushers come forward, we're going to continue our worship this spirit. Pray with me. Pray with me if you would. Father God, as you have brought us to the beginning of a new year full of your goodness and your grace, Lord, we just acknowledge and thank you, God, for bringing us here, for meeting us here, for going ahead. Lord, may our worship, may our lives, may our giving, may our words be blessed by you as we continue to worship. We lift you up in Jesus' name. Amen. Closer than a brother, and there is no judgment. Oh, how he loves me! I've got a friend, and he is my strength, and he is my portion. With me in the valley, with me in the fire with me in the storm.
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much for your love and your mercy and your kindness. God, we're so grateful that not only is this a beginning of a new week and the beginning of a new day, it's the beginning of a new year. What better way to start, God, than to lay it before you, give it all to you, to worship you, to make you big in our lives, and to remember how much you really care and how much you really do love us. We worship you this morning. We want to give you space in our lives in 2023. Help us all. Help us all as this community, God, as a church body, make you more of a priority in 2023. Help us to grow closer to you. Learn to love more like you. Learn to be more like you. Give us more of your presence. More of your goodness evidence that Jesus changed our lives. Be clear to others in 2023 in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Why don't you say hello to somebody as you find a, well, you already know where your seat is, but before you take your seat, <laughs> tell somebody Happy New Year, hug a neck, shake a hand. So glad you're here this morning. Thanks for being here. I'm really glad that you're all here this morning. Proud of you for coming after a late night for probably many of you staying up or getting woken up by fireworks. God bless. God's a good God, amen. I wanted to uh, welcome our guests. If you're a guest with us this year, maybe you're looking for a new start this year and you're uh, you're trying out church for the first time or you're trying out this church for the first time, we're really glad that you're here. Really proud of you for taking that step, and I just want to welcome you as our guest. If you want us to know that you're here as a guest, we have a guest card in the seat back in front of you. If you're online tuning in, we've got a digital way to fill that out as well. And uh, we'd love to just send you a note of thanks and gratitude for being here and for coming. And if you're here in person, there's a uh, little CF Paris coffee mug, little gift bag there on your way out. We'd love for you to have that as our guest. Thanks for being here. Um, I think they might say this in the announcement video, but I'm not sure, so I'm going to say it again just in case. Next week is start here. So if you're a guest and uh, you want to know kind of what's next at, at Christian Fellowship Church, start here class is a great place to ask questions. It's low key, kind of a fireside chat type of a uh, environment where you hear from uh, Pastor G, one of our pastors here on staff. He talks about the mission vision of Christian Fellowship Church, a little bit about our relationship principles and what that's all about. And you can ask him questions about who we are. So that's a great place to go if you're interested. Next week, it'll be at 930 um, right off the lobby there, and so we'll we'll have signage for that. But we're glad you're here. Thanks for being here, and we'll take a take a look at the announcement video before Pastor Corey gets up and brings the word. Happy New Year! We are so excited that you guys joined us today. We have just a few announcements for you. First off, Worship Wednesday. It's coming up this Wednesday. It starts at 6.30, and we would love for you to be there. All right, guys. Next Sunday is already the second Sunday of January, so it, that means it's Start Here class. So if you are new to church, you have some questions, come find Pastor G. He'll be out in the lobby. It starts about 9.30. You're done before church, and they do that every second Sunday of the month, so... Check it out next Sunday. Yep. That's it. That's it. Pastor Corey coming up right here. There, right there. Bye, y'all. Bye.
that's my thing. Man, hello everybody. Welcome to 2023. How about that? Some of you are pretty excited you made it. That's uh, all right. We're good. Um, I am. I am. Uh, I am really excited to uh, to start a new series this year. Um, I uh, I was I was listening to a. Uh, a, a very influential Christian um, speaker. He he kind of has a lot of insight for Christian leaders, and and he was given this video, and I just happened to see it. I, I think it was maybe Saturday, uh, and in it he said, "Listen, you're one of the biggest mistakes that that pastors today make is they get excited about the new year, they plan this new year message, this big kickoff, this big launch, and." And the truth is, he said, you're not going to have anybody back until um, January 15th when kids go back to school. And I'm, I'm listening to this leader tell me, and I'm like, well, guess what? Y'all get the special. There you go. Um, so, yeah, those who wait till the 15th because their kids are back in school, well, they can, they're going to have to catch up. There you go. Um, I, I am excited about this new year, guys. This this new series that we're looking at doing. You're invited. Uh, like like we mentioned, the uh, the start here class is going to be next week, and, and make it a point. If you haven't ever been, go to that. It's an opportunity. Even today, I'm going to be kind of talking about some of the things that uh, that are our our values, our just kind of our mission, who we are as CF Paris, as a body of believers. What is it that we believe? And with that, how then do we grow deeper in our beliefs? How do we grow deeper in the knowledge of who God is to us? Um, so according to a, uh, a Gallup survey um, just this last year, a Gallup survey that was done, it, it said that three out of four Americans believe in God. Three out of four Americans believe in God. It went on to say that, that roughly eight out of ten Americans believe that Jesus is the Son of God, or Jesus is God's Son. Now, I, I think it's fairly obvious when we look at how people live today, I, I think you and I could all agree that eight out of ten people aren't living a life that reflects the teachings of Jesus. I think while the majority of us believe in God, the truth is so many of us live as if God doesn't exist at all. Look, our mission, our mission here, what we desire for you, for us, we're going to equip you to not just believe, but you're invited to live like the gospel changes everything. You're invited to live like the gospel changes every aspect of your life. It's an invitation. Paul, uh, in Titus, Paul was writing to Titus, and uh, uh, he was describing people who, in his words, were full of meaningless talk. He, he described them as their actions were inconsistent with their speech. And this is what he said about those people in Titus 1, verse 16. He said, they claim to know God. Yeah, I, I believe in God. 
yeah, yeah, I know God. They claim to know him, but by their actions, they deny him. They claim to know him, another version says, but deny him by the way they live. He says they are detestable, disobedient, and unfit for doing anything good. Man, that's kind of harsh, Paul. Look, guys, the reality, the reality is that the creator of the heavens and the earth, the God who spoke life into existence, created you and me to live in relationship with him. His greatest desire, God's greatest desire, is that you would love him and know him as he knows you. We read scriptures all the time that, that talk about he knows the number of hairs on your head. He, 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 knows, that, he knows when a, when a bird falls from the, from the air. All these little things that we, and yet his desire is that we would know him as he knows us. The creator of the universe desires a relationship with each and every one of us. He wants us to know him as he knows us. You're invited to know him. And no matter, no matter how well you do or do not know him, the goal, you're invited to move toward knowing him better. To move towards a, a deeper level of understanding of who he is. You're invited to join me as we become more like him. Uh, many people today believe in God but don't know him. I, I mean, that's, that's, you can believe in God without knowing God. Scripture tells us that demons believe in God and shudder. They believe in God but there's no personal loving relationship with God, towards God. And many people today believe in God, but don't, don't know him. It's, it's somebody who would say, well, well I'm a Christian because, because I go to such and such denomination. I, I go to church on Sundays. I do this or I do that. I vote a certain way. I'm a Christian because of my mom and dad. They were, and now I am. Or maybe even it's the line that's just simply by default. I'm, I'm not that religion, so I must be Christian. It's the I believe in God, but, but I don't know him. 1 John 2, verses 3 and 4, John has some <laughs> very direct words to say about this. He says this, he says, and we can be sure, you and I can be sure that we know him if we obey his commandments. We can be sure that we know him. How do you know if you know him? Well, you can be sure you know him if you obey his commandments. He goes on, he says, if somebody claims I know God, but does not do what he says, that person is a liar, liar, pants on fire. If someone claims I know God, but doesn't do what he says, that person is a liar. If we say we know him, but don't do what he commands, we're a liar, and the truth is not in us. Now, this is telling us that whoever says I'm a Christian, but they aren't bearing fruit in their life. In other words, there's, there's no sense of obedience, there's no sense of, of remorse when they sin. 
for that individual, that individual, there's, there's no becoming more like him every day. See, that person, that person is a liar and the truth, okay, hold up now, the truth. Who's the truth? Jesus said, I am the way, the, uh-oh, uh-oh. So the truth, Jesus, the truth is not in them. Now look, <laughs> welcome to 2023. 20, uh, this can sound like condemnation. A message like this it immediately can come off as condemnation. But listen here, please. It's far from the truth. Because my heart is not to call you out in chastisement, but rather, rather to encourage you, to invite you to join us as we become more like him every day. It's becoming more like him. But, but along that journey, if we claim to know God and yet our lives do not represent any of the teachings of Jesus, then we're a liar in what we say about ourselves. The tragedy is, that, is there's, there's so many, so many, so many people who would say, I, I believe in God. I, I, do, I do good things. I'm a good person. So many, though, they, even some that have a Bible verse for everything. But while there's a head knowledge, a head knowledge about the things of God, there, there, isn't, there isn't a relationship with God. There's no heart behind the relationship. That's the way that he wants us to know him. Jesus said this, and again, just as direct and pointed, in Matthew 7, verse 21, Jesus says this, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. He goes on, he says, many will say to me on that day. So when, when our time here on earth is done, on that day, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name? Didn't we drive out demons in your name? Didn't we perform many miracles in your name? Today, today we might say, Lord, Lord, didn't, didn't we go to church? Lord, Lord, I was baptized on such and such day. Lord, Lord, didn't, didn't you see that I gave to that one person that was needy when they hurt? And I did nice things. I said some prayers. And Jesus goes on. He says, but I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. I didn't know you. Like, you may have tried to do good things. You, you maybe even believed in me, but, but you weren't in relationship with me. Quite honestly, that's, that's where a lot of us are today. Others here today might, might say, okay, Corey, I'm, I'm not there. I, I believe in God. I, I've seen the workings of God. I've seen him do things I may have even said a prayer and seen it in action. I believe in God. I just don't know him very well. I don't know him on, on, a, on like a, a crazy intimate level. <laughs> I'm not one of those fanatics. I mean, I, I believe in him. I know him. Look, I, I, won't, even, I won't even say that 
in this category, I, I wouldn't even say that this person doesn't believe in God, like their salvation isn't, I, I, would, I would even say that their salvation is secure. You can believe in God, your salvation's secure. You, you, can, you can know that your sins are forgiven, and yet you can just not grow in relationship with him. You can not know him. Paul, uh, talking to a group of people that, that might have fallen into this same category, in Galatians chapter 4, verses 8 and 9, he said this. He said, before you knew God, in other words, you, you know him now, but before when you didn't know him, before you knew him, you were slaves to gods that do not even exist. What is that? That means you lived your life for money, for society, for status, for fame, for whatever it is, you lived your life for gods that do not even exist. But now, so now, now that you know God, or should I say, now that God knows you, why do you want to go back again and become slaves once more to the weak and useless spiritual principles of this world? Do you wish to be enslaved by them all over again? The addiction that held you down, do you wish to be enslaved by that again? The heavy heartache that held you down, do you wish to be enslaved by that again? Look, there's many people, many people even here in our church that I love dearly, that I want to just kind of, you know, very in the loving arms of the Lord. I love you. Oh, man, look, ah. <laughs> And probably even more so than any one of your faces is mine that I typically want to do that to. Get it together. Come on. Get it together. So many. You know God, but you're, you're just going back to old behaviors that are destructive. I, you've forgotten your own testimony. And in it, you're weakening your relationship with God. You see, you know him, but you don't know him well. Because if you knew him well, no, 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 no. You're, you're, not, you're not perfect yet. That's, that's not what it is. But you would be becoming perfected by his presence or, or being transformed into the image of Christ. The, the Bible, the biblical word for this is sanctified. What that is, it's, it's becoming. He's transforming you. He's changing you by the power of his spirit. He's changing your spirit from within. But there is change. But there is change. You're invited. And this, this is where I hope that we would all desire to be. And that is that we would be able to say, look, I believe in God, not believe in God, but I know him intimately and want to serve him wholeheartedly. See, this is the individual that knows what it means to be led by the Spirit of God. 
learning to walk by faith and not by sight. You, you welcome the, the, the gentle conviction of the Holy Spirit that, that immediately creates in you the desire to change, that nudge to, to want to be different. You see God working in your life all throughout the day. You, you know what it means to wake up and say, God, I want this day to bring you glory. You sense, you sense God directing you to do things that you, you wouldn't have ever done before or notice things that you wouldn't have ever noticed before. All of a sudden, your, your heart breaks for people that you never even saw before. And, and, and now, like, you, you yearn to be a part of what's going on around you that you may not have ever even seen. You know his comfort. You feel his supernatural peace, his peace, even when things are going horribly wrong in life. You see, it's this individual that knows what it's like to feel the power of God, to be able to say, I know I couldn't have done it without him. You know that when you're weak, he is made strong. His word is a part of your life. You long for more because it's, it's like spiritual nourishment. You find worship, just this natural overflow of everything that goes about your day. I will give it joy. And again, I say, I will rejoice. You long for every part of your day to glorify him. It's not that, it's not that, it's not that you're perfect. It's not ever that you're better than anybody else. It's just simply that you're growing in your relationship with God. It's a growth. Uh, David, I love the way he writes this in, in Psalms 63, 1 through 4. He says this. And look, this was a man who loves God, who fell on his face more times than, than, than like we can count. And yet a man who loved God, who longed for God, a man who said, I need God. Listen to the intimacy of his language when he says this, you, God, you, God, are my God. You're, you're not a God. You're not uh, one of the gods. You're not even the God. You, God, are mine. You're my God. He says, earnestly I seek you. In other words, this, this comes from so deep within. Earnestly I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water. I would want for you more than the water. Oh God, you are my God. I have seen you in the sanctuary. I've beheld your power. I've beheld your glory. I didn't just hear about it. I've experienced you, God, because your love is better than life. My lips will glorify you. In other words, you can't stop me from giving praise because you, God, are that good. He says, I will praise you as long as I live in your name, I will lift up my hands. In your name, I will lift up my hands. I, in, other words, in other words, there very well may be times when physically I can't lift my hands. In other words, there very well may be times when mentally, emotionally, I am unable to lift my hands, but God, yet will I. Why? Because of you. Because I know you. Because I know it's your strength, I will lift my hands. Look, that right there is a reflection of a person that isn't perfect, that knows they fail. 
David didn't have it all together. But God and he were intimate together. Scripture says David was a man after God's own heart. David sought the Lord. He sought after the Lord. God, I long for you. Earnestly, I seek you. I mean, even just a quick read like that, how much different is that than, than, yeah, I believe in God. How well do you know God? How well do you know God? You see, when you get to know him better, all of a sudden, your, your heart starts to break for the things that break the heart of God. You start to care for things that you didn't care for before. Like I said, you're praying for people that you didn't even want to pray for or didn't even notice before. When you stumble in sin, you don't beat yourself up, but, but, but you're quickly convicted and you recognize, look, I, I shouldn't be following this path. You turn to God and you ask for forgiveness and, and immediately you receive his power, his strength to leave whatever it is behind. Look, you start to hear his voice. You start to recognize that gentle, small, still voice. The voice that encourages you, that, that guides you, that leads you. You sense his presence throughout the day. You have a longing for more of him. And, and church isn't just the, a place that you go, but, but it's who you are. You see yourself as a part of the family of God. It's, it's not about you just consuming, but you look at the gifts that you have and, and how God uniquely wired you. How God uniquely wired you, created you to give back. You start to use your gifts and, and all of a sudden you start to serve and you see yourself not as a Christian. <laughs> not as a Christian, but as a minister of good news. You start to recognize that it doesn't matter what your job is, what your profession is. You can, you can be a school teacher. You can be a stay-at-home parent. You can, you can be a lawyer, a doctor. You can say, I, I do nothing but clean toilets. It gives no difference. You are a minister of the good news of the gospel. <laughs> but you can't do that unless you know him. Until all of a sudden when he's becoming your everything. Because you know him intimately and you serve him wholeheartedly. I'm going to call the band up and I'm going to close. And Guys, the good news about all of this is that Scripture tells us God wants to reveal himself to you. God, God the creator of the heavens and the earth. The maker of life itself wants to be found by you. He wants you to know him as he knows you. And no matter, and no matter where you find yourself today, Somebody who says, I, I believe in God, but I don't know him. Somebody who says, I believe in God, and I don't know him very well. Or even somebody who says, I, I believe God. I serve him wholeheartedly. I trust him with my utter, utter, utter being. Doesn't matter. All three 
we are all becoming more like him. For each and every one of us, the desire is to grow. For 2023, my heart and my prayer for you is Ephesians 1, 17 and 19. I pray for you constantly asking God, the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to give you spiritual wisdom and insight. Why? Why? So that, so that you might grow in your knowledge of him, so that you might know him better. I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light so that you can understand the confident hope that he has given to you, his holy people. I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe in him. I pray that you would have a spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you would know our God better, so that you would grow in a relationship with him that you can't even begin to understand, fathom, or describe this day. Scripture tells us it pleases him when his children know him. You see, when we know him, Scripture tells us he will guide us in all truth. My prayer for you this year is that you would know God intimately, that you would serve him wholeheartedly, and that together, together that we would continue becoming more like him. You're invited. You're invited to know him as he knows Will you stand with me as I close this morning? You may be here this morning. You may be tuning in online. And uh, listen, no, no, matter, no matter where you may have felt like you fit in, at what point in time you felt like your toes got stomped on or hit, or punched, but I hope you recognize that's, that's an opportunity. Not a chastisement, it's, it's an opportunity for you and I together to grow. If you're here this morning and, th- and that's your desire, if you would say, yes, I, I, I do want to grow closer to God this year. Today, Corey, I want to make a decision. I want to serve him wholeheartedly. Even if you're already close, You want to be closer. You want to hear his voice. You want to recognize it. You want to be directed by his spirit. If that's you this morning, I'm just going to ask you to lift your hands. I'm going to pray for you where you're at. Across the room, those who are tuning in line, say, that's me. Father God, I pray. I pray that today that by the power of your Holy Spirit, that you would do a work in and through us, your church. God, that you would draw us in such a way towards your son, Lord God. The reason, Father... The reason that we celebrate the season, Father, but, but this reason was the reason you gave up your son. And so, Lord God, this morning, as, as, we, as we reach out to you, as we surrender to you, Father, I pray, Lord, that we would grow in wisdom and understanding and knowledge of you. That we would seek you wholeheartedly, Father. That we, Father, as your children, would have a a hunger and a desire to know you so much deeper, Lord. Give us a craving, Father, to, to desire to feed on your word. That we would 
recognize you throughout everything, Lord Jesus. Knowing, 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 Lord God, that you would never leave us, you will never forsake us. And so, Father, this year we lean into you. We draw close to you. I pray, Lord God, that we, we wouldn't serve out of obligation, Lord God, but rather that we would long to serve out of relationship, out of a desire to get to know you. Out of a growing, intimate relationship, Lord God, I pray that you draw us close this year. God, I thank you that as we seek you, your word says, the promise is that we will find you. And so, Lord God, this morning, we turn our eyes to you. Regardless of circumstances, regardless of, of what we want this year to be or what we think it might be, might not be. Lord Jesus, we surrender to you. We surrender to your will, your plan, Father. Thank you for all that you are and for all that you're doing in and through your church, your people, Lord God, as we become more and more like you. In the name of your son, we pray. Amen, 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 amen. Guys, y'all have a very, very, very blessed 2023. God bless you all.